Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today, enjoying great conversation with in-studio guests about real estate, real estate for investors, all of the happenings going on in northern Nevada, great things to work with if you are a homeowner or looking to become a homeowner. Today, we're going to talk with the experts about the way that you do that. Maybe you want to be a move-up buyer. You might want to get your first home. Maybe you need to downsize. There's so many ways to look at the real estate market. Well, the good news is that today we have great authority in the studio. The president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors is with us, Angelica Reyes, and she's going to give us an update on the market and her take on the real estate activity right in our own backyard. Also with us, Brian Cushing is with us, and he's a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage. There's always news in the mortgage world, and there's ways to save money if you time it right. We're going to talk about market timing and buying and mortgage timing with Brian Cushing later on the show. Also in the studio today, Daryl Carr. Daryl is the owner of SunTech Solar Screening. I would think around the equator his business does really well only, but not true. He does very well here in northern Nevada as well. I have SunTech Solar Screens. We're going to talk about them and why now is the time to get the sunscreens. Also, we'll look at the numbers from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and more after this quick message. International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. You're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our Show today, 1180 AM radio is the dial, and we're now in our 14th year. Very happy to do what we do. We have a lot of fun talking real estate and real estate for investors. Today in the studio, one of my regular guests, Brian Cushing, is with us. Brian is a loan officer at Guild Mortgage. How are you doing today, Brian? I'm fabulous. You look fabulous. Um, are you really fabulous? I'm relaxed today. It's the early in the spring. I'm getting excited. Oh, I am too. You know, the trees are starting to bud, and I'm finally getting out in my yard without having to wear you know, the earmuffs and the hat, uh, because I'm a beekeeper. We work all year long, but I think we're going to have a really fantastic uh, summer and spring with all the moisture that we've had. Have you been up to the mountains and enjoyed the snow? I have been hiking my kids out with the snowshoes. They yeah. only complain for the, the way there, and then, it's, uh, then they hurry to get back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so much fun to see the kids. This is a great place to raise kids. Uh, move up buyers, I know your specialty. Later on the show, I want to talk to you about helping people take that next move up to a, a more perhaps a uh, prestigious property or maybe a property that has more amenities. How do you do that, Brian? You're going to tell us. I'm looking forward to it. Also with us, Daryl Carr is in the studio. Daryl is the owner of SunTech Solar Screening. Daryl, I didn't see much of you around New Year's Eve, uh, Christmas Day, uh, when the snow was flying. As soon as it's getting nice, I bet the phone starts to ring. Well, not yeah, well, that's, that's true. We, we've had some really uh, long uh, springs here. And uh, we have like delay openings, but you know, when it starts to turn hot, I mean, it turns into screens are just like hotcakes. Oh yeah. But and, yeah. what I get in April, I, I get the people that know it's coming. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the shark, dun, 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 dun. Oh, they yeah. know the heat's coming. <laughs> so they can get into a, uh, they can get their screens put on earlier. There's no delay. They can get mm -hmm. a 10% discount. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just, a, you know, we're just gearing up. And yeah. uh, April is the start of our season. Well, in fact, tomorrow yeah. or Friday, we start to advertise on TV. Yeah, so. yeah, very good. I was talking with a friend in Palm Springs just before the radio show today, and he is telling me that it is already getting really hot in Palm Springs, and it just moves up north little by little. He's about ready to get out of there mm -hmm. uh, because I know what it's like. It is like a shark coming after you. Mm -hmm. He told me he can't hardly even walk across the street. Now, he's an older gent like I am. And, you know, maybe 100, 105 is not that hot, but at 110 Ugh. and more, and it actually can get that hot. I know. So later on the show, we can talk about the different kinds of uh, sunscreens and mm. solar screens that are available uh, as we talk about the home improvements that you can make on your mm -hmm. home to make them more efficient. Mm -hmm. Also with us in the studio, Angelica Reyes. And Angelica is the president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and a realtor herself. Welcome to our show. Yes, most recently a managing broker of a new office. Tell so. me about that office. Um, it's called the Right Choice Realty. We opened up in October. Uh -huh. 
and um, business has been just booming, Very especially nice. right now. Spring fever, everybody's yeah. excited to buy houses. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good name, Right Choice. The Right Choice Realty. Yeah. Yep. Very good. You've been doing the real estate world for a while now. You're the president of the Association of Realtors. I mean, you have got to have a lot of energy to do the work that you do because you're being called on at all times, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. I feel very blessed. Um, it's been a work in progress and kind of the path I've been on for the last eight years to become president. So it's yeah. kind of like the day has finally arrived. And I'm so honored to be the representative for all the realtors here in the Reno Sparks area. So. Yeah. You look at the different kind of duties that your predecessors have had. Uh, well, you go back as far as the... Uh, 2010, 11, 12 era when the market was in the tank. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so different than it was. I mean, than it was then now because it it's on an upswing and everything seems to be positive. But there are a lot of challenges in the world of real estate, right? Inventory. Yeah, affordability is the mm -hmm. most common one right now, yeah. especially with first-time home buyers. Sure. So we're constantly facing that, um, looking for you know, housing. <laughs> right. So we are seeing that a lot of buyers are actually w wandering further out into the rural areas. Mm -hmm. So whereas before, you know, everybody wanted to be in town, but that's oh, sure. just, you know, not possible for some homeowners. And, and that's okay. I think the the buyers are realizing that our market has changed and are more op open to some of those options now. Yeah, I remember when I would travel across the country um, in a different uh, career that I had here in Reno, and I would tell people, I'm from Reno. And they'd give you that look, you know, like you're from south of the tracks, like, what do you, Reno? You know, it's just, there was just something about Reno that didn't have cachet. It didn't have a yeah. pinoche factor. Uh, it was always a neg, kind of a neg, and then Reno 911. Right? Oh, gosh, yes. Right? <laughs> that, that, that probably did not boost, but you know, uh, now people have forgotten all about that. It's it's it has a, a new image. No Daryl yeah. Carr, you have a home also I know outside of the state, uh, in Colorado. Tell us about the the feeling that people have. You hear about people what, when you hear when they hear the word Reno because you have your business here in Reno. What do you what do you? Well, first of all, most of them don't even know where Lake Tahoe is. They don't even know Reno is an hour away. So the first thing I know is that your friends. He does not have a good uh, geography teacher. Right, and then <laughs> that's true. And you see that a lot of people don't, even that far east, people don't get, get out. Yeah. And then they, they go, and then they'll go, well, how close is that to, to Vegas? Isn't that just like right down the road? It's 400, 500 miles or whatever it is yeah. away. Oh, okay. I, I, the Truckee River, Tahoe, and the Truckee River mm -hmm. goes through Reno. It's beautiful. Just mm -hmm. like, like you have the Rockies. And I like actually like, and, and if you go Highway 25, it goes south, uh, go north out of Denver to Cheyenne, Loveland, Colorado's right there. And there are times you can't see the Rockies. I love it here going down the road, and you can see that it's snowed up there. The Rockies are, I mean, there's still another half an hour, you know, trying to get to Estes Park or an hour. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get out in the open, you can see them. But we can always see the, the mountains here. We can tell it's snowed. So when I get in an airplane, I look down, I go, man, look at all the snow down there. But we're not, not getting it on the, on the other side. You don't even know what's going on, like steamboats up there and all that. You know? Right here in the Sierras, uh, we are so much closer. And I think really what's what's happening is we're being discovered, not only by the local uh, areas. You know, if California is local, right? Because they discovered us. A few You're regional. Years back. And now nationwide, I think more and more people are thinking about Reno as a great place to. To live if you can afford to be there. Well, I, I lived here all my life since 1965. And uh, this growth that's going down now is about jobs. But in the early 70s and 80s, then we had the Depression coming. But prior to that, it was all about warehousing. People are escaping California, selling their houses high. And that's when the land values and home values started to push up. Bridal path out here, those 3,000 square foot houses, one acre. My buddy bought one in 19, the year the 49ers won the Super Bowl, 81. $160,000 for, that's what it cost. Then I was in the bottle water business, what I'm saying, so I could see it happening. And then all of a sudden, all these homes, with all the money's coming in. So now it's, I, mean, I like it, because now it's about jobs. Mm -hmm. And that's why people are here, so I'll well, that's, quiet. that's one of the reasons you're here, mm -hmm. Daryl. You've been through, you saw the growth happen mm -hmm. over the course of many years. Um, I just came to Northern Nevada in 2000. So obviously there was a lot of growth already. But, you know, when you can look back even further than that, you have a good chance of figuring out what's going to happen in the future. Right. I'm being an older man buying a house. I'm just getting ready to buy another one. 
eighteen percent interest in nineteen eighty i got a, I got a second for twelve percent. I was so happy wow. I cannot believe that i 'm older that these interest rates are so low. I would have never thought I had a gas crisis we 're running out of gas. You know, the Iran hostage thing. It was a terrible time. Mm -hmm. So you know, we really wrap around mortgages, yeah. contracts of sales were going on. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You look it's back so easy now. <laughs> yeah, you look back that far, and it really is a lot better oh. uh, environment that we have well, They now. make it easier to buy a house now. It's good for you. Yep. Good for you. Mm -hmm. But do you remember back then, Daryl, not, not being able to find a house? Because there weren't, there were so few houses oh, for yeah. sale. Oh, yeah. There was no inventory. I mean... There's no inventory, but it, like now, when there's no inventory, it affects the price of housing because there's such a demand. Yeah, you'd have to know, know somebody, you know, or look around for a while. So anyway. Uh, Talking with Daryl Carr. Daryl is the owner of SunTech Solar Screening, a real estate owner, a real estate investor, mm -hmm. and um, a business owner. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you being with us today, Daryl. Thanks. Also with us, Brian Cushing. Brian is a mortgage loan originator and senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage. Yeah, nationwide you guys are now, Brian. Uh, your office is here in Reno, Nevada. Um, talk to our listeners just a little bit about the areas that you like to focus on in your mortgage work. Well, my office is in South Reno, just off on McCarran Boulevard. So I'm on the south end of McCarran, and I enjoy the south end of Reno. It's uh, it's a great place to live, but uh, you know we cover the whole region. Um, yeah. And just as far as areas, I mean. It's, there's, we're talking about all these, you know, bridal path, you know, South Reno has just exploded and there's just not a whole lot of more land to build on. So mm -hmm. that area just gets so much more expensive, but it's so desirable mm -hmm. uh, versus taking a little drive and trying to get a little bit more affordability, you know, going north towards, you know, Lemon Valley, Cold Springs or outward to Fernley. Mm -hmm. Took a visit to Verdi this weekend. I cannot believe how much building is going on in Verdi. Mm -hmm. As long as it's not too close to the freeway, I think mm -hmm. I can handle it out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's really pretty out there. So. I think that's going to be a cool place uh, for development. Hopefully it's some place that um, your clientele, the kind of people that we're talking to on our radio show, can find attractive and affordable. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be snapped up pretty quick, just like everything else. But I, too, also saw some uh, new construction going on in the Lakeshore area as I drove to. Uh, at, uh, was, we were up in the um, um, Red Rock area mm -hmm. just last night. And you see all that construction mm -hmm. off to the right mm -hmm. there? off the interstate. It seems like they're looking for any patches that they can get a hold of to, to create inventory. On the show to us, with us too is Angelica Reyes and Angelica is going to talk to us about an upcoming event or a couple of upcoming events that they have going and things going on at the Association of Realtors and we'll look at the numbers, the most latest stats after this message. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat-repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. Nice to talk with people about real estate, real estate for investors in northern Nevada. I had a gent come out to visit with me yesterday, and he was talking to me about some special needs that he had on his real estate. And because I talked to so many people about real estate, next thing you know, I'm in the car. We're heading to north part of Reno and Washoe County, and what a beautiful property we were looking at. The thing is this, I love real estate. I love going out to see property, and there's so much beautiful property here. It's just that many people may not know all of the property that is available. What you need is a great realtor and a great real estate show. That's what we're talking to a great realtor today. Angelica Reyes is with us on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Also, Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage and Daryl Carr from SunTech Solar Screening. We're talking about real estate in northern Nevada. The fact is Americans are moving south and west. A recent report from United Van Lines in their 42nd annual National Movers Study Survey said that Vermont is the state with the highest of all inbound moves. 
and through the northeastern state and many of the states with high percentage of out-of-state moves, there's also a lot of states in the west like Oregon, Nevada, Washington, Arizona. Overall, it's attracting more Americans than any part other part of the country. West, high demand. A gentleman named Michael Stoll, who's an economist at the Department of Public Safety at the University of California, Los Angeles, so there's, a, there's a lot of reasons why this is popular. He said that United Van Lines, when they align with other, and looking at other patterns, they're driven by job growth, lower costs of living, state and budgetary challenges, temperate climates. I think we have about three or five of those, right? But depending on the terms of the business, well, you have to be able to not only find a job, but also to make that mortgage payment. And that's a challenge we're having here in northern Nevada is the pricing. So even though it seems like there might be a lot of homes available in certain parts of the west and the southwest here in Nevada, I think it's even it's, it's moving in like to a high cost area in a way because the costs are going up so fast. It's a high cost area, I think, for people that have lived here for five years or more because suddenly it's about twice as much to get the home you're looking for. We're talking about the pricing and a look at the market. Angelica Reyes, your association, the Reno Sparks Association, puts out a great report almost on a monthly basis about what the prices are doing in northern Nevada, the medium home prices. And I saw that they were real close. They might have even touched at $400,000 for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath home. Yeah, the median home price. Yeah, it kind of wavers right there yeah. on the high threes. High threes right <laughs> now. So it's backed yeah. off a little bit, but that's yeah. because we just went through the big cold winter, right? Yeah. And now as yeah. we're moving into warmer weather. We did. We actually, our sales were slightly, you know, low in our uh, fourth quarter, but coming into the new year and now that everybody's filing their taxes, we have seen an increase in sales in the last 30 days. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the faucet's been turned on and all these buyers are coming out mm -hmm. and excited to start buying some of these homes. So, mm -hmm. um, I do think that we're going to have a very strong April and May. Um, so the next two 60 days, we'll have a really strong numbers, I think. I was reading in another publication about how many homeowners, many people that have had their homes for a number of years, um, who have been thinking about maybe selling or moving mm -hmm. down or retiring, they've, they've seen what appears to be somewhat of a plateau of values. And I'm hearing more people talking about maybe it's a good time to sell. And that's the interesting thing about that is that that could really help the home buyer market, right? If more homes were available, but it's really driven by home sales as well as people wanting to buy because there's only so many homes. We are seeing actually um, an increase of contingent offers. So mm -hmm. what that means is a current homeowner is thinking about moving up into a bigger home or, you know, the, the home that they feel like they deserve. <laughs> so it gives us an opportunity to, yes, put that home on the market for maybe a first time home buyer mm -hmm. um, that can afford it. So um, we are seeing that multiple homeowners are actually in the process of doing that. So it makes it nice. Um, I do think it's still a seller's market, which yeah, will sure. work in their favor. I mean, you know, there's the, the inventory is still fairly low. So um, we do see many times where we're running into multiple offer situations. And right. I would think that the homes at the higher end of the price scale, maybe above the median home price, as they exceed the... Um, the conforming loan limits, in fact, uh, I would think that the availability homes there would be a little bit better, maybe because the, there's not so much first-time home buyer demand there. Obviously, right? Yeah, but, I, w I think multiple offer situations occur. I would say under three hundred thousand is where mm -hmm. we're seeing the most of that type of activity. But yeah, as a move-up buyer, you have more options for sure. Um, you see a lot of growth going on in various parts of town, um, giving you more opportunity to maybe have more land a bigger home, um, and maybe not be so congested in the um, inner city. Mm -hmm. so. You know, I, I hear some people talk about real estate, Angelica, and they, they talk to me about it's all about the property. Mm -hmm. It's all Location. about the property, right? Yep. All about the property. <laughs> and, yeah, ultimately it is about the property. But I have a pretty good feeling that it's it's really also about who you know in the business because the properties, it's hard to keep track of where all these properties are available. Uh, I think I think some people perhaps use the internet services, the digital services, but isn't it really true? It's about 
the network. It is the, the network of realtors network, that are right? out there and the mortgage lenders. And yeah. we're constantly talking about new properties or up and coming properties. Whereas, you know, on the Internet, you may not see that as much. Or maybe they're advertising a property that's really not available for a buyer. Yeah. And and that gets frustrating for a home buyer because they yeah. get excited. I see this house. Yeah. It's 100000 under value. Yeah. It's a great buy. And it's yeah. like. That house is not available. <laughs> not looking, even on the market. So I was looking for a special pair of shoes the other day, right? You can't find them in town. So I went online, mm-hmm. and you find them. And I, there were like five vendors that I could go to. I looked at the price, and you know what? I'm going to think about it, and I'll probably buy a pair in the next week or two. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a house. You go online. You see a house. You want to think about it for a week or two? No. Not at all. Chances are that house is probably already even sold. No, I highly recommend buyers that are active in the market. If they see a property that they like, that they do not wait on it. Um, I can tell you for an example, I had a buyer just within the last couple of days. um, They were looking at a higher end home. Yeah. And they said, oh, that's going to sit there for a little bit because of the price. And I said, you know, honestly, I wouldn't say that because our market is moving so quickly. The house ended up going in escrow. And, you know, typically this price range does sit on the market quite a you know maybe months at a time whereas within a few weeks was snatched up by another buyer so i highly recommend buyers if you're out looking for property you see something that you like that you look at it either the same day or the following day but don't sit on it if you want to make an offer start the negotiations on it right away that's good advice i've known a lot of people that have lost great deals yeah because they thought they had all the time. They had to talk to a brother-in-law or somebody. Uh, and it just takes too much time. You've got to be ready to go. And that mm-hmm. includes your financing. So financing, being ready to go when the property comes uh, to play. Brian Cushing, uh, tell us about that. <laughs> if you see it at an open house and you want to buy it on Monday and you haven't talked to anybody or you have no idea what it's going to cost you to buy that house, uh, you're behind the eight ball. Um, I think mm-hmm. just planning ahead. Uh, that's what I mean. Angelica, when you have a client prospect that is already Mm pre-approved they know they've had a conversation with a great mortgage lender like brian cushing they know what the process is and then you have that conversation with them are they how different are they prepared as opposed to somebody who comes to see about a property that they're not they're not pre-approved they have to go through that process well i think it's super important to get pre-qualified with a lender like brian over at guild because you want to know what you're walking into as far as payments rates and the purchase price, because there many times I have clients that will say, okay, I want to look at this $300,000 home, but then they're not comfortable with the payments. So we have those discussions prior to looking at property so that there are no surprises. And also when we do find that property that they want to write an offer on, we can call like Brian right away and Brian, we're going to write an offer on this. And he has all the documentation, all the numbers ready to go. So getting you into that home is a lot quicker than waiting till the last minute to get pre-qualified. I have a question, Brian. Another gen I was talking with yesterday asked about um, getting financing while he was in the process of selling his home. Mm -hmm. So it sounded like he was pretty close to being able to do a deal uh, even if the home didn't sell. But getting the financing uh, would have been great. Is great his best idea as long as that home sells on time. How does that work in the in the mortgage world? Well, I mean, when they go to submit an offer, they'll, and Angelica could speak to this, they would make it contingent upon that sale. Oh. So internally, what I look at is they have a mortgage and they have a payment due on that mortgage every month. But if I have an impending sale uh-huh. and I know the sale is going to close before their next mortgage payment is going to be late, so because mm-hmm. if, if they don't make their payment and they go 30 days late, they're they're hosed. Right. Uh, but planning ahead that way, I can mark that that's going to be paid off. And so we start the application with projecting that we just mark this will get paid off uh-huh. prior to us closing this new loan. Yeah. And so I have some folks doing this right now. They're closing on the sale of a home on April 29th. Yeah. On April 30th, they'll be a new homeowner because their money will transfer from the sale of the home yeah. into the escrow account for the new purchase. Uh-huh. And then, of course, our money comes in right on the same day. They get keys. So the, the the mortgage company will go ahead and approve everything as long as everything's running into plan. It's a conditional even loan though, approval. Even though the uh, the borrower doesn't have that cash in a, an account yet, right? We, we, right? we can think outside the box and plan ahead for that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. Brian, when somebody is looking to uh, make a move up and uh, maybe they're thinking about selling the house and using that cash, um, to put down and then 
you know, get their mortgage payment at a certain way. Are you able to offer suggestions on different ways that they could finance it, or do they do the compliance issues require you to give them just what they ask for, even if it's not the best thing? Well, if they only ask for one thing, I get lots of phone calls that are just they don't really want advice; they want to know my rate today. <laughs> yeah, which right. I always find entertaining because I don't have a rate. I have a rate sheet that's got a rate running from. 3.75 to 6.25. It just depends on what your adjusted costs are based on your scenario. You have mm-hmm. a low credit score, it's going to cost you more money. Yeah. You have a high credit score, you're going to get a better deal. Yeah. So yeah. It, so it's always about what the client's rate offering might be based on their scenario. Uh, and then it's it's not just an order taking type thing. Like of course, if you have 20% down and you have an 800 credit score, then you, you must walk on water. Uh, in the mortgage world, that's that's how it's projected sometimes, but that's not always the best thing. If you're putting 20% down, but you have student loan payments and car payments that uh, exceed the cost of the, the whole mortgage, mm-hmm. then why wouldn't you just put less down and pay off all that other mess? Yeah. That's a, that's a suggestion that you can only really get to that if you're given the opportunity to consult with them. Exactly. No two individuals are alike, so no two mortgages are going to be structured the same way. It really depends on where your own financial picture is. Um, when I was a mortgage lender, I would meet all kinds of other mortgage lenders, good ones, bad ones. I remember I met this one guy one time, and he wasn't shady, but you know he just had an interesting way of doing business. And so uh, he told me that what he did was he would he would get people to call and ask for his lowest rate, right? And so he would say, "If you're an angel, 0.5 percent. Are you an angel?" And the guy would say, "No. Got to come in and see me so we can see how close you are." Uh, whether it's scrupulous or not, I don't know, but you know, it's really, it really verifies the fact. Everybody is different. You've got to talk to your lenders, and that's why we recommend that if you have a mortgage question, you talk to Brian Cushing. And Brian, we're going to put all of your contact information on our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Continuing our conversation after this message. Is it possible to prepare for the careers of tomorrow today? The answer is yes. Reno Technology Academy offers hands-on training in state-of-the-art tech labs. Earn certificates in computer and network technology, IoT, cybersecurity, software engineering, web development, fiber optics, and communication cabling. Movers, shakers, makers, and inventors are turning their technology passion into high-paying careers. Reno Technology Academy, 849-4983. RenoTechnology.academy. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. I'm very excited about what I'm going to be doing this weekend. I'm going to be watching my carpets getting clean from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. Grandma came to visit. She brought that little pooch, and that little pooch did not like what we cooked one night, and he made sure that we knew it. So Jack is going to help us clean up, and I'm glad Jack's coming because his company, CJ's Recommended Carpet Care, they're pet staying experts. Give them a call, 829-1551, and tell them Peter sent you. Tell Jack, if you talk to him, make sure you do a great job on Peter's carpet. His wife is very particular. With me in the studio, Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage, Angelica Reyes, Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and Daryl Carr from Suntech Solar Screens. You tried buying a home without a pre-approval? Tell us about that. I thought that I was qualified. There's a big difference. You're not. When you're golden, then you can go buy a house. How can you Pre- get golden? Right? Because you get that letter that says you're golden. <laughs> means your credit's good. I think pre-qualification, then they're going to run your credit. Then they're going to do this and mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Boy, I was disappointed. But I learned oh, right there. I bet so. you did. I bet you did. Angelica, when people come talk to you about looking at a home and you ask about their status have they seen a lender mm-hmm. you even move forward if they haven't seen a lender no i, I recommend you know I, I ask them if they know of anyone and if not we do have a recommendation list that we provide them and i highly highly recommend them to sit down and speak with a mortgage lender mm-hmm. so that they have a full understanding of what they need to do sometimes um you know with being first-time home buyers especially they don't understand the debt to income ratios and that the debt that they currently have could be you know, could work against them mm-hmm. in buying a home that they mm-hmm. want. It's a good thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Also, think about in the case of move-up buyers, uh, what the, what's the sweet spot for a move-up buyers? I know that as a first-time home buyer, the sweet spot is to make sure you have the minimum credit or better and that you have whatever minimum down payment or better and hope to everybody that you can find a house to buy. So for for move-up buyers, that's a good question, actually, because 
there's other things, factors that you need to take in consideration. First of all, how much are you going to net from the sale of your property mm -hmm. and how much of that are you going to invest in the new purchase mm -hmm. of that? Mm -hmm. um, I have seen a lot of homeowners currently using some of the proceeds from the sale to pay off other debt in order for them to qualify more yeah. so that their debt to income ratios are, are fairly low. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. Brian, what is the sweet spot if you're looking to do a move up buy? I know, like I mentioned, first-time home buyer, an FHA with three and a half percent down. That, that's to me, that's the sweet spot to get started. Move-up buyers different though. Well, it's funny after you first buy that house, you end up buying other things for the house, mm -hmm. and then you got to put a new car in the garage. And uh, yeah, a lot of people end up with more debt uh, just because they're not paying attention. And I've seen a lot of folks with. Uh, just trying to simplify life when they sell, especially when you buy a home five years ago in Reno, this, this area has grown significantly in value. Mm -hmm. So you've got a chunk of change and how, how to spend that. It doesn't have to go 100% towards a house. Mm -hmm. um, there's some tax advantages to do that. Uh, talk to a CPA if you want to know more, but uh, the just the monthly cash flow is really what it, that's, uh, Angelica's talking about the debt to income ratio. Really just think of it as like it's your money in and money out. Mm -hmm. we, we, on the loan side, we look at how much money you have coming in and what are your expenses. Mm -hmm. And on a new house, what's this new payment going to be versus all your other payments? Yeah. And so the one thing you can control, especially when you have funds like assets, like when you first bought the house, you didn't have hardly anything. Uh, you maybe took advantage of a home buying uh, down payment assistance program. But on the, on the move up, you, you can really structure your finances to simplify life, um, get yourself out of a hole that you dug or when your kid went to college, mm -hmm. who knows? One of, the, one of the things a lot of people do when they buy their first home, the first time home buyer home, um, they put such little amount down that they also pay the mortgage payment uh, on a uh, an insurance policy of some sort, right? Mortgage what, insurance. Is that mortgage insurance? Mm -hmm. well, mortgage insurance comes in a couple of different forms, but yeah, there's PMI, which is a lot of people just think of that as, as private mortgage insurance. Mm -hmm. Then there's loans through the Federal Housing Administration, FHA. They charge a mortgage insurance premium as well. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, you really, as a first-time homebuyer, try to differentiate, well, does your credit qualify at the higher credit scores of 700 or higher credit score, a conventional loan, mm -hmm might be better suited because your mortgage insurance premium could be less because mm -hmm. the PMI company charges less for good credit scores. They charge less than the government. The government's going to treat you equal. They're equal. <laughs> equal it's an equal rights type situation. 620 credit score, 720 credit score, they got the there same deal go. for you. Oh, nice. So at what point can you avoid having to pay that mortgage insurance? 20% equity. So if you put 20% down minimum on your purchase price, then all you have to do is pay the mortgage. You're not saddled with that other mortgage insurance, right, that you've got to pay every month also. Yeah, and the mortgage insurance is just insuring the mortgage company. Yeah. It's, you put less down, you're a higher risk to not pay us back. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're adding this insurance policy for you to pay to make sure that we get paid. Mm -hmm. If you don't pay us back, we're going to knock on the door of the mortgage insurance company and say, hey, this client did not pay us back for that mortgage. So it seems like 20% is that number. You put 20% down, you don't have to That's pay a, the mortgage insurance. You've right? got a lot of skin in the game. you got a lot of skin in the game. So I would imagine that if you put more than 20%, you're going to get something back. Do they lower your interest rate or anything like sure that? Sure enough. Yeah, you're a less risk. You're so. a less risk. So do you actually get a better deal, you think, going into it? Absolutely. So really what it, the rates start with, a, there's a par amount and then they add costs based on your risk level. Okay. So if you put less down, you're at a higher risk. So your par rate elevates. If you end up with, say, a 40% down payment, that's mm -hmm. kind of the, mm -hmm. the, you could have a 620 credit score and get the same rate as somebody else with a 720 credit score because you have 40% into it. Your likelihood of not paying us back, pretty low because you have so much money. You almost have half the house value of your assets, right? It's a good compensating factor for a, a lower credit score is more money down. Absolutely. It, if you have both, let's say you have a great credit score and you decide instead of putting 20% down, you're going to put 40% down. Do you, are you still going to maybe get a better deal, a better interest rate? Is, do if you're at like 750 credit score, mm -hmm. it's still going to be about the same. I mean, it gets a little, it sweetens the pot a little bit, yeah. uh, but you're not, your your risk is just low. So you're, mm -hmm. you're going to get, you might even be able to just put the same 20% down and have a very similar rate. Yeah. So then you just have to weigh your options like, okay, do I need to put the, the extra money down? Uh, well, if you put more money down, you're going to pay less per month. So it really just turns into what payment are we trying to focus on here? What's affordable? 
in your budget? True enough. Uh, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not a CPA. I recommend anybody that needs one of those people get on the phone and call them. So I'm just talking about what my experience is. And I, I believe uh, that many people look at the low cost of a mortgage, the low interest rates of a mortgage, versus what they could earn in other investments, be it the stock market, being bonds, being real estate, whatever. So why put down so much of, a, of your cash, right? 40% of a million dollars is a lot of money. It's $400,000. If you just put $200,000 down, you'd have $200,000 to go out and let's see, you would pay four, four maybe five, maybe 6%. I know a lot of investors that are making 8, 9, 10% on different kinds of investments they have. That's really the decision a good businessman would make. Brian, I would think, is where is my money best served? Adding more down payment to get a little lower monthly payment or taking that chunk of cash and uh, you know buying a business or doing something else or maybe buying another rental, right? Those are all options. Absolutely, they're all options. The rentals are great because they, they pay the mortgage out for you. If you cash flow it, right? Mm -hmm. Just plan ahead. I don't know that there are a lot of rentals available in northern Nevada. Maybe they're all taken up. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing a lot of landlords selling their properties right now. Really? Um, yeah, um, or raising rents, actually. We're mm -hmm. seeing an increase in rents, and that's why we've had more activity with buyers right now because, you know, if the rent's going to increase a couple hundred dollars, why not invest in a home and put that money towards that? So. Yeah. Uh, I've been talking about rents and rent increases from uh, some contacts we have in Incline Village and Lake Tahoe, but I think it, the, the thing is still a good focus here in Reno because we're so close. Uh, there in Incline and in South Lake, they're also talking about um, Airbnbs and uh, some rulings that exclude uh, being able to short, have short-term rentals in South Lake Tahoe and possibly in other areas. And it got me to thinking that a lot of people buy real estate with that in mind. That is a way to make money. That is a way to help make the mortgage payment. Mm -hmm. Are you interacting with people that are looking at buying real estate in that regard in the Reno proper area? You know, I've, I've had a lot more inquiries about that. I uh, recently had a homeowner who had a little like cottage um, that was permitted mm -hmm. <laughs> on her property, and she was using that as an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And she says that, I mean, the income that was coming in from it helped pay her mortgage. So yeah. I, I would imagine that we'll be seeing a lot more of that with, with the permission of the city, of course. Of course, of course, <laughs> with, with, with so, all, following all the guidelines. Following all the guidelines, making sure that's, yeah, we're in compliance. Guys. You want to make sure that nobody starts to rent out an abandoned car. <laughs> in their backyard as an Airbnb because if they do, I'm getting in too. I've got one of those vehicles. <laughs> um, so many opportunities, but you have to uh, make those right connections mm -hmm. and know the right people. And there's so many details to a real estate transaction. Uh, talk to us, Angelica, about the reason people need a realtor. Look, I, I, I'm finding so many people talking about everything they do is on the internet. They want to do everything on the internet. They don't want to ever interact with people. When it comes to real estate, I really believe you got to deal with people face to face. In the real estate world, why a local well, realtor? I think it's important because, I mean, this is what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. We're researching, we're taking classes, we're, we're very active in what's going on with the community, whereas someone who's maybe buying one home really is only dealing with the transaction at that one moment of time in their life. So you just want to protect yourself, especially when you're buying a home. There's a lot of disclosures that sellers are required to provide a home buyer. If you're not aware of those disclosures, you might not ask for it and purchase a home that may need some work and uh, maybe you end up buying a bad investment. Mm -hmm. So as a realtor, we represent you. We're looking out for your best interest. We're making sure that all those documentation, the documentation is provided to a home buyer and that we you know, do inspections on a property and coordinate everything between your lender, your title rep, the sellers, everybody that's a party to the transaction. So Absolutely. We I don't make get, sure we stick to those time frames. I don't do my own dental work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it just isn't professional. I don't feel right digging in there. So I go to see somebody that does it every day for a living. They know what they're doing. I know a real estate investor during the low end of the economy scale up here that uh, was bidding on some properties in Las Vegas over the internet. Uh, was, there were some business lots available for low amounts of cash. 
He went without a realtor, Angelica. Ooh. He bid, I think it Did was some, some low amount, names? like 35000 <laughs> or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Some ungodly low number. Uh, it was. It had hazardous waste on it. Uh, apparently there was a gas station that had some leaky tanks there at some point. Mm -hmm. Now that he's a proud owner, he's responsible for cleaning that up that it's been disclosed as well. Right. It's, it's a nightmare. It is. And, you know, it only has to happen once. Mm -hmm. And you'll never do it again, but why take the <laughs> chance? You know, there's so many risks in this world. Why take risks when you don't need to? I recommend you always deal with a local real estate agent and a local realtor if you're doing a real estate transaction. Mm -hmm. That's my advice. We're going to talk about other reasons why you should l use great local connections and more about real estate when we come back. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. With me in the studio, Angelica Reyes. She's the president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Also, Daryl Carr, the owner of Suntech Solar Screening. And Brian Cushing. Brian is a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage. Daryl Carr. Uh, I remember I had somebody in here on Valentine's Day not long ago, and I was talking to them about the SunTech solar screening. And while I was talking to her and showing her the sample, she proceeded to give me back this beautiful little heart. Isn't that lovely? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk to our listeners about SunTech solar screening and why it is so effective. Well, as you all know, in the summertime, it gets hot here, and 60% of the heat in your home comes from the glass on your windows. So you have to put, you can put a solar screen, and it covers the whole window. And it takes in 245 BTUs into the screen. That screen's going to be hot, but only 45 BTUs get into the house. So immediately, once we put those screens up, and I had a gentleman that did both sides of the screen before we we put it on, you get about a you get about a minimum of about a 10 degree difference. So it's a green thing. It's going to lower your summertime cooling bills a minimum of, a minimum of 30 percent a month, if not more. It's got great visibility looking out. You can hardly even tell that they're on there, but you can't see in. They're a privacy thing. They become your screen. They filter dirt, dust, pollen, blinds, furniture, flooring, and fading, which I see a lot out here in, uh, in uh, Spanish Springs. I see hardwood floors gray, and they're tearing it up after people have moved out. Um, it's a fantastic product, easy on, easy off. They're not permanent. They're not like film. And, uh, and it's, for, you know, it's... Uh, uh, your, your AC uh, bills or your electric bills are going to be less. And, yeah, and I've never, I've probably done about 30,000 in this town, and no one's ever told me to take them off. So. I did one. Uh, Daryl Carr had uh, his crew out a couple, several years mm -hmm. back to my home, and I fell in love with them right away, Daryl. It's amazing just how much more we enjoy that home now that those solar screens yeah, we just on those south-facing windows. Yeah, we just did about all your house, didn't we? Yeah, and it's... Uh, Screen it, doors, too. It's uh, like one of the best things that I bought, uh, other than my hot tub. <laughs> but I'm telling you, they're absolutely fantastic because they truly have paid for themselves in less than two years. The difference in our cooling bills in the summertime are dramatic because I have 24 windows in that room. Mm -hmm. And now 12 of them, the ones that face south, they're all covered with SunTech solar screen. It's amazing. At any rate, I highly recommend it, Daryl, if somebody wants to reach it. I know it's solarscreensareno.com or your phone number. Yeah, it's 775 uh, 352 9396, and we have a showroom at 1200 South Rock Boulevard, mm -hmm. number 10, right on the corner of Rock and Gray. Uh, very nice. With us, too, in the studio, Brian Cushing, Guild Mortgage. Brian, we are talking about uh, all sorts of aspects about the real estate and the real estate world, uh, including mortgage. Uh, mortgage rates, although we don't talk about the exact rates that are prevalent for today, they, I believe they are still down in their close to their all-time lows. I, for a while, it looked like everybody was afraid they were going to take off again. That seems to have uh, subsided. Yeah, well, we've had some uh, some cooling of the overall economy, yeah. according to the Federal Reserve. And so they announced a few weeks ago that they're going to lay off uh, their increases in the short-term interest rates. Uh -huh. Interest rates flow uphill. If the short-term rates are higher, then the long-term rates are higher uh, than that. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, what we what we had is just kind of a, a break in what the policy had been was a continually increasing interest rate. Yeah. To now it looks like it's going to level off, 
And then the initial reaction was actually we had a substantial drop, and then like anything, it bounces, it goes down, that comes back up, and it's going to level itself out. Yeah. If only they could make adjustments on housing availability that easy, right? Yeah. They say, oh, this week we're going to open up another 100 houses for sale. But no, they can't do that. But it's good to know that that's not working against anybody right now. Yeah. Rates are really attractive. And, uh, and I know that if, uh, if somebody's looking to purchase a home, uh, interest rates is not a big issue. It is the availability of homes. Angelica Reyes is with us from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. You guys are doing everything you can to put people in the right kind of homes. I do know that you're doing things for the community that go beyond that. Talk to us about some of those things. Yes, our recent project, it's called Build a Better Block. And what we do year after year is we, um, with the help of the public, we have nominations that come in for um, places where m we might need to do some improvements, some parks, um, some space where the community can come together. And this year we're excited to announce that our last year nomination winner was um, a beehive at the Lazy Five. Oh, that's Yeah, wonderful. and I know you're really into the beehive. <laughs> uh, I'm into the beehive uh, more than the bees would like it sometimes. <laughs> so uh, they are doing a grand opening here on the 13th of April. Okay. So we're really excited to go and celebrate that grand opening and be supportive and, and give back to our community. Um, that's very neat. And so so I bet the kids really love that. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean... Um, first of all, we love giving back to our community. I mean, that's what we're all about. Mm -hmm. And whenever we can provide a little piece of something with the help of the community, you know, I mean, this came in from nominations from people here. So it, it just makes it nice that now we get to celebrate the end product. That's a Hive at Lazy Five. It is Hive at Lazy Five. And tell us, tell our listeners where this is located. So it's off of, uh, it's in Spanish Springs mm -hmm. off Pier Midway. So yeah, there's a, a nice park up there and come join us for the festivities and I think it'll be great to just celebrate and you know have the public see what it. What time of the day is that going to be taking place? If you want more information you can visit um, rsar.net that's the Reno Sparks Association's website. Mm -hmm. We are advertising it on there mm -hmm. and also we're getting ready to open up new nominations for this year's um, Recipients. So, are you looking if, for nonprofits as the recipients? You know, what is it? What yeah, is it's just projects um, throughout the city. I mean, if somebody's interested in maybe doing, um, maybe there's a walking trail that would need some signage or some, some benches, cleanup, maybe some cleanup. Like yeah. Um, yes, definitely. I mean, we have the criteria there on the website. So, if somebody's interested in nominating a project, put it on there. We do have it. Um, the realtors do get to vote and choose the. Mm -hmm the one project that we want to go for, but you can definitely visit our website. All the information is on there if you have um, a project in mind. So that's rsar.net and just look for the better, build a better block, block project. Thank you. I was listening. <laughs> I know. I was I'm taking notes over here. Tongue twister there. Well, see, the thing is, rsar.net is a fantastic website. It is. You've got so much there. Uh, I, I don't know that the general public really has a good idea of what is available for no cost. All that knowledge, all that education, getting a feel yeah. of the market. Yeah, definitely. If you're actually, if you're in the market to look for a realtor, you can actually go on there and take a look at some of our agents. Actually, yeah, all the agents that are Do you have a, a little button that says shop for a realtor? You put in what you're looking for and... Shop for a cool realtor. Yeah. Three bedroom, two bath, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, there's so <laughs> many cool resources. Realtor. For <laughs> and I want somebody that's a And you might see me, so. Well, I'm sure you're there. You're going to be probably number one list. Do they have yeah. tall, dark, and handsome as an option? <laughs> you would pop up, I'm sure. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad idea. Right? right. You should put that in there. How about short, dark, and handsome? <laughs> Sorry, it's not match. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been um, really great to have you here. And I know you guys are doing so many things. You know, I, I go on occasion to the Reno Sparks. Association of Realtors for a variety of reasons, and one of the reasons I go there too is for the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. Mm -hmm. So a good friend of mine, Ron Bell, uh, who you know, I'm Great sure, um, he yeah. is very active in the real estate community, and the our investor community is really quite uh, dynamic. It's quite uh, diversional. I mean, that we get investors coming in from all parts of northern Nevada. Sometimes they come in from as far away as Fallon, Minden, Gardnerville. Uh, have had guests from California. More people looking at the rural areas, Angelica, for opportunities to buy homes. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about some areas you like. Uh, you know what's, uh, I've found myself actually 
driving to is Dayton and Silver Springs. Um, that is a growing area mm-hmm. out there. A lot of new homes, a mm-hmm. lot of space, and affordable. So um, it's really not that far of a drive from Reno. Um, it's a nice, peaceful drive as you're passing through Carson. Yep. So great time to, you know, return phone calls and enjoy the scenery and the mountain views. So. Um, and homes are quite a bit more affordable there if yes. you find a home, right? Mm-hmm. As long as you can handle the drive, or maybe you want to live in a rural area anyway. Maybe you've been looking for something with a big backyard. Right. You can get a big backyard in Silver Springs. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Daryl Carr, any, any rural areas you like in northern Nevada? Well, speaking of Dayton, uh, you know, they put that 11-mile sh- shortcut off of USA Parkway. Mm-hmm. And that you don't have to go to Carson. You can go towards Fernley. I, I did that, and I have picked up... Uh, pockets of business right around that corridor the farther mm-hmm. go past stagecoach you mm-hmm. keep going on out all of a sudden i thought it was a joke and there's these beautiful homes there and i've done a lot of work mm-hmm. get a lot more work in dayton now and that shortcut has really helped because people oh. don't have to go back into carson city exactly. under reno uh-huh. they can just keep going east and then go right usa parkway and dump right into into highway 80. I'm a big fan of Yarrington, Nevada. I've spent some time there over mm-hmm. the course of the last, oh, six or eight weeks. And although there's not a huge amount of homes there, so it, it's not like there's a big housing division left, it, it's just one of the small pockets that mm-hmm. is a delightful neighborhood, a delightful city, and it's a great alternative because finding a home in those small towns, the price range is going to be at least $100,000 less for a typical mm-hmm. comparable home. Uh, if not more. And the lifestyle benefits, well, maybe they're better if you're the right kind of buyer. You need to talk to the right pro. We have the pros with us today. I want to thank Brian Cushing, Brian from Guild Mortgage, for being with us. Brian, thanks for being here today. I love coming on the show. Do you have a favorite small town that you like in the northern part of the state? Uh, I have a lot of clients in Dayton, Dayton um, but uh, Fernley has really been, they, as far as building, they've got a lot of building going on out there and a lot of infrastructure that's really coming up. So it's, uh, it's an interesting area that I really enjoy. I like Fernley because you can get there quick. We have Highway 80 right between I mean, Sparks and Fernley, and you are there like so fast. I used to dra- uh, travel further home when I lived in Tucson uh, within the city limits to get to my house. <laughs> it was further and it took me longer. And uh, you look at the, um, the lifestyle there, I think it's a very quaint lifestyle. So I agree with that. Thank you for being with us. And hopefully we'll see you, we'll see you here at the radio show again. I'm sure of it. Daryl Carr, thank you for being with us as well from SunTech Solar Screens, and we'll look forward to seeing you on our next program. Thank you, Peter. Angelica Reyes, Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Hope you had a good time today. Oh, I always have a great time. <laughs> and hopefully you come back too. Yes, I will. <laughs> thank, all right, and I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station, and we'll visit with you again then. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.